What does filmed for IMAX mean? It isn't just a movie that'll look great on IMAX's screens. It means that hiding from a sandstorm feels like fear in every flicker. And every triumph is felt in every sound wave. And the things we've only imagined, you can truly experience those too. That's what filmed for IMAX means. Get tickets to experience Dune Part 2 now and IMAX's exclusive expanded aspect ratio. Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of Dune Part 2. My name is Shabazz and I'm joined today by my fellow Arakans. I have Duniel. How are you doing today? Let's spice up your life, baby. Get ready. <laughs> the spice is here. <laughs> Spice World Tour. There we go. Not not what we were, not what I was expecting you to go. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, you, like spice I, up your I, life. I we love we love the spice here. I embrace it. Uh, it's funny because like you like I feel like you struggled calling me Duniel. I did because you're like okay, Duniel, Duniel. Okay. I mean, you already have a pretty ethnic sounding name, Shabazz. So you would fit right I mean, in. That's why I didn't. I'm, I'm, dude, I'm 100% firm. Like, if I did one of those 23 and me tests, if I did a 23 and me, I'm coming back firm and for firm sure. Firm and for sure. Do you have a still suit? Like, is that underneath the, <laughs> is that under sure. the IMAX yeah. sweater? Uh, 100%, dude. This, this IMAX sweater actually is a still suit. Hold on. <laughs> there we go. I just got some, just got some of my water out. Hold on a second. <laughs> and of course, on the other side of today, we have the Harkonnen himself. I'm not a Harkonnen <laughs> man. You know that. I'm not, dude. <laughs> Atreides, no, all day. You 100. Yeah, you be Atreides. Yeah. What? Wait, you mean you got to do the? You got to do your thing. Oh, you I, do your I didn't want to hit the mic, and then I may yeah. thy knife chip and shatter. No, no, that's so harkening. That was very harkening. That was very harkening. a little harkening to me, dude. I'll be honest. Yeah. Oh, okay. My bad. I take that back. Harkening's, you know, when they do their thing, they do their thing. It's true. Atreides, we like to, we, we understand and we're aware of our folks. Yeah. We like to party. The Atreides like to party for sure. Another great 90s reference yeah. as well. Guys, how are you doing today? Like we, we just, we just came back from, from Dune part two. So, we're really just coming back from Arrakis is really how I feel at the moment. You know, long flight all the way back yeah. here. Uh, Anthony, tell us, like, what, what? how are you feeling today, man? Well, I was really excited going into this movie. So coming out of it, I'm super excited. And I, there's a lot of, like, I just really want to dive into the conversation and talk about it. But I feel overwhelmed, but also excited it's it's hard feeling to say i feel like i'm on spice right now you know like i see visions of what our our podcast is going to talk about dude we're high on the spice so we're all high on the spice right now yeah a anthony if you can if the budget permits can you make all of our eyes completely blue in the edit oh no 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 <laughs> just no, no. Just straight <laughs> up, like, no. I, I would if i had time but this is coming out very closely to embargo cut my eyes out and then put them on each of you yeah <laughs> but we gotta have even the white parts blue that's as well. true that's true you gotta have it all blue i'm gonna work on that anthony let's talk about that that first movie we got to see it at tiff last year and last I know, year anthony, you you didn't get to watch it with the ago, sorry <laughs> oh my god it was three years ago ah. my apologies and then you, you didn't get to watch it with us but you you have seen it a bunch of times now and i know you just kind of watched it last night like how are you feeling after kind of exploring that world it, it it's just a movie that is like it just comes back and i always think about it and i'm like oh, i wish i want to watch the whole thing and now that i have it's it's just it's mind-blowing and 
I can't wait to watch it again. And I, I think I'll probably rewatch the first one again right before we watch it again, just so I can kind of watch it as like this big whole movie. Cause it really feels like that's, that's really the way you should watch this movie. It's like, this is one big ass movie. They just had to cut in parts because it's just so long. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I totally, totally get that. Um, Daniel, what about yourself? I know we, we, we got to watch it back in IMAX and now we're kind of here. I know you've rewatched it a couple times as well. Like where, where were you kind of going into this one? I was, just like both of you, I was just so stoked to be coming back to this world. I think our biggest criticisms of that first film was, yeah, you know what? It's a longer movie. There's a lot of, you know, exposition and getting used to this entirely new world. Um, and also at that time, it was the whole thing of like, okay, we don't know if this is getting a sequel yet. So you're really finishing a story in a spot that isn't you know, giving us any type of conclusion. And I, I think on that episode, we made the analogy of, well, I know Anthony made a hamburger analogy, which will, if you want to go back and listen to it, by all means, uh, it was almost like if you ended Fellowship of the Ring, right, as they were about to leave Rivendale and go on the Fellowship. So it felt like it was just so like, okay, here's the first course, and then you're going to get the rest of this movie. And in a lot of ways, Dune Part 2 feels like one and a half movies because we're getting the rest of um the closing kind of of what the first story was and then we're going on this new path but we're going to get into all of that but um i was just so stoked i mean you look at uh, the caliber of what denis has put out in the last decade um it really is you know pound for pound some of the best films that we've been getting in theaters and I, and then seeing his bromance with nolan they're really you know giving us a show especially in imax so it's just this is why we go to the movies, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I went back to Arrakis last week. I, uh, I cause Dune, I don't know if it's still part one is still in theaters right now. I'm sure some theaters might still be showing it. Uh, but I took my wife to go see it again because I think the first time I tried showing her, she was like, she was kind of falling in on a sleep. Also my fault. I did show it to her at like 10 PM. So, um, long movie, long movie to kind of sit through very dense movie as well. There's a lot of information being thrown at you, but we finished the film and she was just kind of like, that was just one of the most transcending experiences I've been on. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, we can still stay married. I'm so happy. <laughs> well, uh, but <laughs> that's, isn't that how she married you? She told, she's like a Bene Jesuits, right? Like she's, she, she is a Bene Jesuit. And then she saw the future and she also did use the voice on me. She was like, Mary. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool, <laughs> say, I do. Like, My oh, bad. The heck? <laughs> say, I do. I do. <laughs> I do. I should have said that at that point. She would have loved that. Can I that. go back and she do it again? She would have loved that. She, people would have been like, that's that's the man that's you married. That's Chavez. Oh, my wedding. <laughs> that's a, he's a funny guy. <laughs> uh, but no, like we're, we're, we're here now. And I, having watched that film again in theater, especially in IMAX, it was just like, okay, I don't know if I'm, I'm ready to go back to, to Dune Part 2 because I was just so excited, but I was nervous because there was all this pressure that I was building up to it. And man, I am, I'm really, really excited to talk about this. Of course, want to give a huge shout out, first of all, to our friends over at Warner Brothers Pictures for inviting us to come watch this movie. If this is your first time, if for some reason you're like, I've never heard of the movie podcast, welcome. Thank you for joining us. If you're watching us on YouTube, hi, hello. You can subscribe, leave a comment, give us a like, share this video with all your friends and family. You know, send it in a work email blast if you want to, because why not? You know, people love being spammed. So 
go ahead and do that. If you can subscribe to us on any podcast platform as well, that'd be really appreciated. Leave us a comment there as well. We love reading these comments. We love everyone that kind of joins our community. And the, one of the best ways to join our community is by joining our Discord as well. All that information is available below, along with our letterbox, along with our social media, and everything else that is available with the movie podcast. So go ahead and do that. We also do have a Patreon that is available that you can subscribe to and help us support the show by keeping our lights that we're that I'm looking at over here and our mics on. Um, so yeah, please go ahead and do that. We'd be really, really appreciative of you. Uh, we'd be really, really appreciative of you. For doing that and of course daniel are there any announcements that you have you, you do have to do it in like your dune voice like you know how to begin the movie like, like that yeah, like that. yeah. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like the text just appears at the bottom um yeah like every that. time you say like if you if you could do that i keep thinking you're, you're saying like doing that i'm like that's yeah, that's if it. you could do that for us yes uh you know we have so many incredible episodes of the movie podcast out now uh we've been really busy to start 2024 off we we have some incredible main episodes, some amazing reviews, and some incredible interviews. So it would mean the world to us if you go engage with that content. Shay already said it. Like you know where to follow us on socials. A like goes a long way. But we want to give us a, a big shout out to our sponsor for this episode, which you'll hear about later in this episode of the movie podcast. Factor Meals is partnering with us to give you 50% off your order. So you could use uh, code MoviePod50. Again, we're going to have everything in the show notes below, and we'll tell you more about it later in the show. Uh, but Factor Meals, sponsor of today's episode, we'll get some really great food for a discount on us. That'll be, uh, be great to do that. It supports the show. Is that all you have? That's all I got for you. Honestly, like, I mean, there's more. I mean, I, I just uh, I just like talking to you guys, honestly. But I think we should talk about Dune. And we should talk about Dune. I love that. I love that. We should talk about Dune. Uh, of course, this is a absolutely massive film, you know, directed by Denis Villeneuve, starring Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Javier Bardem, and a whole bunch of new people joined that I cannot wait to talk about, like Florence Pugh, Leia Sido, Austin Butler. Oh my God. I feel like I'm missing so many people. Like, oh yeah, we also have obviously Dave Batista rejoining the team, Josh Brolin coming back as well. A lot of great people. And we're going to try to keep this review as spoiler free as possible. Obviously we know it's based on a book. We know that there's a movie with that came out in the what, two early, early nineties or late two thousands. What was it? Mid two thousands. Oh, like the original Dune film. That was like in the eighties, I think. Yeah. That yeah, was in the eighties. Oh yeah. my God. My 1984. Wow, my so totally very far from the 84. Yeah. Very, very far from what I was saying. You know who directed it? No, I do. Anthony Cronenberg. No, oh. no, 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 no. Lynch. Yes. David Lynch. David Lynch. <laughs> David Lynch. <laughs> Sorry, I get the two confused. I don't know why. They just look similar. They have, but they have similar, similar looks, similar. 100%. Sorry for all the cinema people out there. <laughs> That's so funny. That's David Lynch. Yes, I yes, I do remember that. Okay, well, let's not take too long. Let's cut right into our review of Dune Part 2. I'm going to kick it over to our first reaction over here with Duniel. Duniel is here to spice up your life. Listen, I said it earlier in the show, movies like Dune Part 2 are why we go to the movies. I, from the very moment this film starts, and we we did the voice of boom, and it does like the whole um, like sound and, and caption on the bottom. It's like like you know you're in for something special, and then you're seeing the visuals, you're see you're hearing the sound, and then uh, honestly, it's so overwhelming. And I think that's what Anthony mentioned earlier that we're it's an overwhelming film because you feel like you're giving it's giving you so much. 
but that's a good thing. And it, it's very similar to when we were watching Oppenheimer last year. Again, we're going to find always a way to bring up Oppenheimer. When we were watching Oppenheimer last year and we were just so immersed in the world. And what's great about Dune Part 2 is that we've already had, you know, the vegetables served to us in the first film where it's like, okay, we're establishing or the spice served to us um, in the first film where we're establishing what this world is, who these characters are. Yes, there's new characters this time around, but they're all, you know, kind of finding their place. And I just, I, it's, it's, it's funny when, when you, when you love something so much, when you're moved by something so much, it's really easy to talk about, but because we just watched it, there's also like this, nervousness to talk about it like this like oh my god like i just watched something that is going to be one of my favorite movies like this is a movie that i'm going to go back to and rewatch, and we have tickets already to watch it again and i am so excited to watch it again i think dune part two is one of the greatest sequels ever made and i know there's a recency to that you may think i'm biased for saying that listen i was not a dune person at all before the first film i don't plan on going to read the books I'm approaching this very much like I did watching the Lord of the Rings growing up. And that's what Dune is for me right now. I haven't had a series that has really resonated me with me. Like that's going to be a trilogy since Lord of the Rings. This feels like we're building something new. And you know, you can look at star Wars and the MCU. Those are all different. I've had connections before those films with superheroes. And then after those films, but going into something fresh like this, it really is incredible. And when you have a director like Denis Villeneuve, who is operating at the peak of his ability, he is giving us some of the finest films out. You look at the visuals, you look at the cinematography, the music, Greg Frazier on the cinematography. We know him from the, from the Batman and from the first Dune. We have Hans Zimmer returning, giving us transcendent music. And then you're hearing the sound, you're getting these performances from Timothy Chalamet, Rebecca Ferguson, Zendaya, Austin Butler, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, Javier Bardem. Like, there is such an incredible embarrassment of talent that's part of Dune Part 2 that I just left completely blown away. And I am so excited to talk about it more with you guys. This episode of the movie podcast is brought to you by Factor Meals. Ready to eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian-approved meals delivered right to your door. That means not having to leave your house. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan and veggie, and more. You know, they say variety is the spice of life, and whether you are roaming the deserts or at home busy working and not having enough time to plan your food factor meals is there for you factor meals are 100 ready to heat and eat so there's no prepping cooking or cleanup needed factor meals are flexible for your schedule so get as much or as little as you need by choosing 6 to 18 meals per week plus you can pause and reschedule your deliveries anytime Kind of like a movie. Life gets busy and life gets expensive. Factor has made it so much easier and it's less expensive than takeout. And every meal is absolutely delicious. Head to factormeals.com slash moviepod50 and use code moviepod50 to get 50% off. That's code moviepod50 at factormeals.com slash moviepod50 to get 50% off. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I love that you bring up Lord of the Rings because I was around 11 years old when The Two Towers came out. And I remember watching that being like, wow, that's such a fantastic film. And till this day, Two Towers is my favorite of the trilogy. Now that I'm at a much older age, Watching Dune Part 2 is what I assume it felt like to have watched The Two Towers for the first time in theaters. You're taken on this journey. You're absolutely enthralled into what this movie is. Um, There are performances in this movie that are so fantastic that it's like, how do you pick which one is your favorite? There are moments in this movie that as I'm kind of remembering it, I'm like, which one was my favorite? It's just, there's so much... In this movie, again, a very dense film. Again, there's a lot of lore. There's a lot of stuff that's happening in it that I'm going to need two more watches at minimum to really get it. And I and, and I got it. I got what I, I needed from this. Almost film to the, appreciate it even more. Right? Because that, to appreciate that, that nervousness more, of to really watching a movie, right? Things that I might have missed on. 100%. Yeah, because that, that view, that first viewing really is just kind of like, oh my God, I'm watching Dune 2. I can't believe it. I'm watching Dune 2 right now. Oh my God, this is happening. And for a film to keep that momentum all the way through is is such an honor and it's such a fantastic experience there are movies that i get into watching and i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm watching whatever this movie is and then 30 minutes in i'm like oh my god i can't believe i'm watching what this movie is and i'm not liking it at all but this movie continued that there are moments where i looked over at you guys and i'm seeing like anthony pulling forward in his chair i'm seeing daniel just kind of like his hand just on his head just like what is going on we were we were lost in this movie, but uh, Anthony, I really want to kick it over to you for your first reaction before I get to mine. You're right. Like it's, we just we kind of came off of Madame Web, and then we got into this film. So it's a it's a hundred percent change of what a movie should not look like, right? Like you're 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 actually watching something that's going to be timeless compared to something that's not. And it's a, it's a weird, overwhelming feeling because when you love film and you love, you know, these characters and the story presented to you, you just, you get so excited and you get anxiety and you're like, ah, like I'm going to explode. And then, you know, you explode and you get the, this, this amazing movie that we've watched. And you clearly see within five minutes of this film that the amount of detail that goes into making Dune is astonishing. It's, I don't know what Denny did or where they shot this, but it is absolutely like the scale alone of what we are witnessing in this film is massive. The, the, the sand dunes, the, the, these huge, I don't know what they're called. These machineries that are on, on the field and the battles that come from it. It is big and that's like the first five minutes and then you go into the story you go into the performances you go just the cinematography alone on on some of these characters these actors and characters beautiful like I, I just kept looking at the this movie like that's a beautiful shot that's a beautiful shot that's a beautiful shot silhouette is beautiful everything is so detailed and you think about like movies that like really leave, leave like an impact on you as a person 
Dune 2 is that movie. Dune 2 will leave that impact on you, especially if you love film and you love sci-fi cinema, because this movie transcends that. It puts it to a whole nother level. We haven't had something like this in the sci-fi world for so long. Like this is something that it must have felt like when watching Star Wars, you know, when you go watch Star Wars for the first time in the 70s, that's what we are going to experience. I think my biggest complaint is this movie took way too long to be made to really enjoy that that this story because you know the part one and part two are this is one movie and when i look at it but you had to wait five years or four years to get to this point took so long to get these this movie made that you you have to watch that first one before you watch this you have to because it is one big movie and i think denny villeneuve he is a master class director like he is putting himself there he's canadian that's a number one thing for me and i think when you see something like that and someone who who started with incendies and goes on to building this his work just shows it just shows um but man like i'm just i don't have words for this movie i i just can't wait to watch it again because it's so good it's we're so overwhelmed good. we're overwhelmed by it all right yeah. i won't cook it to anthony anymore because he has no more <laughs> words left so i don't want to i don't want to overwhelm him no more words no no more words no i'm just kidding you know what you 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 talked a lot about denis and what i love about denis is that he is a director that he can really stretch a dollar. This is a movie that looks like it could be $200 million. $250 million. $300 movie. $122 million movie. And it is absolutely massive in scale. We had the opportunity to watch this in IMAX as well. And it just, the way it fills the screen. Um, there's, there's a lot I want to talk about, obviously, with this movie. But the performances aside, I think this is the first movie that... We, we talked about this in the car, Daniel, as we were leaving, and, I, and you said to me, you know, I, we, I really want a movie that what animation has done for Spider-Verse, where it kind of changes things, it kind of reinvents how you look at something. Dune Part 2 is that movie. The, 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 seek, the scene that we kind of get with the Harkonnens on their planet, I, I don't think I've ever seen a visual like that, because it's not black and white it's like this chromatic abrasion that they kind of create with this absence of sunlight where you have a black sun in this movie and it just creates this look that is so clear but so white and so black but also this other layer around it that i've i've just never seen anything like it before and i was so just enveloped in it i i couldn't believe what i was seeing i was like this is i want a whole movie that just looks like this and i usually don't care for movies that are shot in black and white or re-released in that format but oh my god it looked so good and i wanted more storytelling this movie this movie is two hours and 46 minutes and i could have sat there for another hour easily and just absorbed more and more and more and i knew that it was ending and it's it's a sign of a great film that when i know it's ending and i'm sitting there like please don't end please don't cut yeah the black. Please don't but cut you the felt black. to cut the black and coming right you're like this is going to be it you felt it. this is going to be it just and like then, in part one boom cuts it ends and it ends very similar to how part one ends as well you're just like oh my god this is it this is that moment that close up we're getting in and zooming in slowly and cut to black this is this is a massive massive movie i've said this before it is a massive leap in sci-fi storytelling this is begging to be seen in imax this is such a massive movie and i love it i'm saying massive a lot but i honestly mean it it's epic it is the reason why we go to movies like you mentioned daniel and 
easily one of the best sequels of all time. There's a performance in this movie that I did not, I didn't, well, I did expect it to be really good, but I didn't expect it to be my favorite performance of the movie. And that's Austin Butler. He is so good in this movie and he doesn't sound like Elvis. So that also is a big plus because I was afraid he's, he's going to be channeling a little like Stellan Skarsgård though, eh? There is a, they, like, there's, there's, there's a little there's hint. There's a little Elvis a little, in like, there though. There's, there's hey, a little. Hey, Paul, you want to put on your dance like, shoes? Well, huh? Let's well, do it. Uh, <laughs> when, he, when he busted out the guitar and he called Paul Atreides a hound okay, dog, okay. I was like, well, I don't know. So don't again, know we're not doing spoilers, but there is a scene in this film where a character is playing an instrument. Yes. And in my head, I'm like, is this Austin Butler? And then it cuts to reveal who it is. I'm like, oh, thank God. Because yeah. I was like, that would be so crazy if he was actually playing guitar in this film. And and, and he's got like the sw- blue suede shoes on. I was like, yeah. whoa, Austin, what are you doing? But Jay, you're so right. Austin Butler is so damn good in Dune Part 2. Again, he's a great actor. But seeing, you know, where he came from, um, like growing up, uh, like doing like the kid shows, obviously people have to start somewhere. But he is unrecognizable and dune part two when you take somebody's eyebrows away i wouldn't know i have enough eyebrows for all three of us yes when you take somebody's eyebrows away and they are shaved head and you see them in like you said and you said Shay, in that like that noir chromatic looking visual aesthetic he is unrecognizable especially in the night scenes because it's like you're getting like the the glow of the moon and he looks like a different person he is truly scary in this so to have him you know, with the Harkonnens who are already terrifying in their own regard with Stellan and Dave Batista. Again, like I said earlier, this film has an embarrassment of talent attached to it, you know, from technical to the musical, to the editing, to the director and the, the cast that we're talking about. Austin Butler is incredible. Um, another newcomer that I thought was so perfectly cast was Florence Pugh. You know, she does not get a huge amount of screen time she gets a good amount but she is not obviously a lead character like paul or johnny is in this film or like or timmy timothy chalamet or zendaya but she has such an elegant presence to her and you feel like she's important and then when you see her obviously with christopher walken shay you said like you believe that they are you know father and daughter you believe that they're related um there's like this royalness to them so they have such a presence to them they're they're phenomenal and then you have the returning cast you have rebecca ferguson who i think gets a lot more to do this time around she steals she's serving she is serving she steals the whole uh show in this the best degenerate show in this she is really really good a much bigger bigger role for her in this movie i mean she is filling in the shoes of what oscar isaac was also doing in part one so she's kind of you know mother and father and there's a portion oh, where she's she mother like, all right is gone for she a is bit. mother all she's right definitely mother <laughs> Dude, there's a portion where she's gone for just a bit but you do not feel the absence of her presence because it's so interlaced within this movie I think uh, we, 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 I love that you talked about Florence Pugh because she looks fantastic. Her her costumes are just amazing. I, I I've never just seen something so like I don't I don't know how to describe it. It just looks medieval in a way, but it also looks futuristic. There's a combination of the old world and the new world kind of combining together, and that's kind of what a lot of this movie does really really well. There's something about the explosions that Denis and Greg show in their movies. They look really damn good and really real it's it, it, you know that there isn't a giant uh 
harvesting a spice harvesting machine in this movie but you believe that there is because the way they make it look the textures on it yeah the the way the shadow is and the lighting hits it it's phenomenal it reminds me a lot of the explosions in the batman when you see like the the walls of the the riddler Riddler, when he's like in prison is like boom like seeing those explosions or him crashing like like yeah that has a greg frazier look to it 100 yes there's uh there's a lot of great moments in this movie as well where sound is completely sucked out of it and then it comes back in full force and just punches you right in the gut and it's a great use of editing great use of sound editing but wow like i i I feel like there's so much more i want to talk about this movie on a second or third viewing almost like if we could do like a dune part one and two revisit episode yeah I think that'd full be really spoilers great. yeah why after not we've watched it why not yeah full spoilers after we've kind of like watched them again to really dive deeper and deeper into it because there's just a lot there's a, a, a use of practicality in this film too whenever you see the harken is kind of floating i've just never seen floating like that where it's like flying floating and mixed into one it almost looks like they're on a wire but it also doesn't because they they move so smoothly it's scary and also, though there's a bit of a it's, it's scary like because selfie, there's, there's, like it's like it's not perfect. no but like there's something that it's it makes you perfect. uncomfortable watching there's a sequence in the beginning where you yeah. see like the harkonnens dropping and then you see this in the first film too but it's so like really like unnerving to see especially the way stellan yeah, scars guard them, moves he's just like oh yeah like, oh god because when you see them climbing in this one too like you it, it it doesn't look easy for them and there's that level of practicality you know or organic nature to oh yeah if someone were to actually float like this this is probably what they'd have to do they'd have to push themselves up because of their body weight or whatever and it's not like they have jetpacks on or something so very very cool very very cool movie indeed they remind me of hot air balloons like they're just being <laughs> yeah. blown up and yeah. then they kind of like glide up and then glide down I, it's an interesting technology because you know you read a book and you try to visualize what that type of technology looks like and i think you know Denny did a fantastic job of just creating this no atmosphere type of floating up into the sky, floating down and gliding down. It's just, it works. And it's also like a bit of a, a relaxing view when you see it happen. It's like, oh, I, I feel so comfortable <laughs> watching you fly up in the sky and fly It's like down. a float, yeah. right? It's like a float. That's why. I do want to talk about some things that... Uh, may not have been as strong in this one. And I think it's the same criticisms that I have from the first film is that, you know, this is a long movie. So if you're not, if you're not a fan of Dune, if the first movie didn't convince you that, you know what, I'm into this world, I'm interested, part two isn't going to change you. I think you're getting a, you're getting more Dune this time around. And I know that seems like a weird, Double down you know, Dune. doubling down on Dune. I know that seems like a, a strange criticisms, but like, would you have a movie like, let's say the Batman begins and then the dark Knight. the dark Knight is a movie that you could just go into and watch. You don't need, have to have really any prior knowledge of what came before it. And I'm just using that because I'm thinking of Nolan and trilogies Dune part two. And again, it's in the name. This is a continuation of the story that we went on in the first film. So you cannot just go into this film. And like Anthony said, you'll be better off to watch the first film again um, and then go into part two because there's a lot that happens, a lot of narrative threads that are picking up immediately. This film picks up immediately after Dune part one. So you want to go in and be prepared for that. Um, and yeah, be prepared for an almost three hour film. And yes, there could be a couple of quieter parts. Again, if you're not 
interested in this world, you're going to feel the length of that movie. But for us who were in it and are excited to watch it again, it didn't feel like three hours. And Chase mentioned earlier, I would have happily sat there to see what happens next and to see more of this story. Um, so again, your mileage is going to vary with that. But yeah, just go in knowing that this is part two. You want to keep part one, those narrative threads fresh in your head. Yeah, absolutely. You, you should watch it. The writing for this movie is is so well done that even though there is a lot of lore and dialogue, you're going to pick up right away like what is what's happening on screen, especially with Paul, who's dealing with being, uh, you know, a mess- like, am I a messiah or am I just a regular person? I don't know who I am. So you, you understand a lot of the plot of this story, but it's just how they tell it is so, and to think like the words that are being used, the languages that are being said, you think that, man, this would have been right over your head, but because the writing's so good, you feel that, wow, I, I, I understand what this movie is. You know, this, this movie is a right now is about revenge. Like that's the, that's the whole point of the part two is the revenge of the part one. And I really enjoyed seeing Paul kind of grow and the writing for him grow because he goes through such a development throughout from the beginning of this movie to the end. It's just, a complete 360 change. Yeah. Well, it's more like 180, right? Yeah. Sorry. 180 yeah. change. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes right on back. Yeah. 360 <laughs> comes back right he's, like, he's a good guy then a good <laughs> guy again. No, uh, like Timothy Chalamet's character, you know, Paul is, Paul is such an interesting character throughout, throughout the entire film. You're just watching him escalate further and further and further. And it, in the beginning, I was kind of like, I don't know if I buy this yet. But then by the end, I'm like, oh, no, I, I, I'm on board. And I think for me, this movie, the second half is much stronger than that first half. Not that fir- the first half has any issues. It's just, man, that second half is full force. It is coming right at you. But what I do love about the first half of this movie is it is really, it, it has a lot of Javier Bardem in it. And Javier Bardem is so damn good in Dune 2. He absolutely sells it. And you don't see Javier Bardem in this movie. You just see his character. You're like, oh yeah, Stilgard. Like, that's it. He, he's, he's, he's got an idea. He believes that Paul is the, the Muad'Dib. Muad'Dib. He's, he's the, he's, he's, Lisa, no, uh, Lisan Al-Gaib. al just starts yelling it. I'm like, man, like this. Like, Every I time was he would like it in eat, the theater. He would say yeah. it. He's like, he would. look at him eat. Lisa <laughs> al <laughs> <laughs> gosh if you're if you're listening this is headphones on I no it's so already. good though like but it, man, they just commit that's the thing so right they, they everyone like you believe that they are these characters and you know it's funny just you know just on a side note from dune the three of us have been playing a lot of hell divers part uh, hell divers two i was gonna say hell divers part two hell divers two uh, <laughs> and Man, this movie just made me want to go back and play more Helldivers 2 because I'm like, oh, those are some good strategies Absolutely. for uh, placements of stratagem is that? <laughs> what stratagem is that? <laughs> what did they? What command did they just put in? Um, it's yeah. it, you know, it's it's not often we get films that are this big in scope, this incredible that we really just get to celebrate and and be 
and to bask ourselves in and go watch in theaters again. You know, Oppenheimer that was that for us last year. Um, and it was, I'm like, oh, I wonder if Dune is going to get Oppenheimer numbers for us in theaters. You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those films. I'm like, yeah, let's go watch it. It's playing in IMAX 70 millimeter. Let's go watch it. I want it to be. I I want like I think Dune Part Two is a film that you're going to remember having watched. You know, you're going to remember the day that you watched it because it is going to be such an experience for you that. You're, you're leaving this theater like I didn't know movies could be this way. I didn't know that you could create a world that was so fantastic, that feels so believable. And there's just a lot of amazing visuals. Like, Anthony, you touched upon it already, like the shadowing, the lighting, the one perfect shots. So he's just full of them. Dune Part 2 is one perfect shot all the way through. It continues to be just one of the most best looking you know franchises that's kind of out there and i cannot wait to see where they kind of go with this i know that um denny wants to do the tv show i don't know if that's still happening because uh, you know he also wants to kind of leave the tv world but who knows like there's there's so much that can be explored within this world yeah i really want to know more about this you know the the benegesserate characters and where they come from and what their placement is and that's just says like i don't i'm never I, like i've read a little bit of dune but this is why this movie's so great it's like i want to discover more about this story now i want to go what happened prior to dune Wh who was in charge what was the thinking behind it who are these people why do they have this voice that they can command things like now i'm going in so deep and i think a lot of people who come out of this movie are going to find that too. They're going to just be so enamored with this lore that you're going to want to know more. Very similar to House of House of Dragons, where it's like, oh, I want to know more, and everyone is watching it. Dune is that movie, but on a grander scale, on on a visual scale that you've never seen. Sci-fi, it's 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 a great film to just be able to throw yourself throw yourself into because you haven't had that in a really long time. We we're so in you know, bombarded with sequels of franchises from the past and, and this and that, like Dune is now um, a franchise that I think you, da Daniel said it was like a while ago. I remember you saying like, this is going to be the modern day Star Wars, even though it's a book that Star Wars was inspired from. But finally we had a director and, and writers and performances that can actually take that story and make it what we get now. It's, I think that's, what we are experiencing we don't even know what how much we can get from the story and i'm hoping warner brothers continues to tell those side stories and and make this movie this franchise much bigger than it is here's the thing it's so easy uh to tell a sci-fi story and rely on you know tropes i mean you looked at you know we just looked at rebel moon at the end of last year and if you love that movie great i'm not here to to shit on it or anything but there's so much of that film that's borrowed from other sci-fi universes and really didn't feel like it was creating its own world visually or tonally or thematically or anything where dune is telling something so deep and it's adapting a text that's so dense but it makes it work dune shouldn't work dune on paper to me and literally on paper in the book wasn't something that ever captivated me but denise saw and uh, like millions of people who read the book know what it could be i think this is something that like it's the power of storytelling in film that you could take a text that you would not have interest in this lore heavy dense uh, book and turn it into something that 
is accessible accessible by so many people. Um, you have an incredible talent behind in front of behind the camera and you're creating something really special and that's what dune part two is absolutely i just want to say the aspect ratio because we watched it in imax and like at, at this point i don't know if like we got the i don't think big imax cameras were used to film some of these sequences no just I imax certified used, cameras that's it yeah like aria Alexas that were used so there are different um, aspect ratios that you will experience if you do watch it in imax because it'll go like one four three one and then it'll go 191 and then it'll go 220 so just be mindful but there is a lot of the one four three one which fills up the majority of an imax screen i think it fills it up completely um and those sequences are very entertaining especially if you've seen the clip of uh, paul riding the worm and getting to that part the sound design the visuals for that is just you, you just feel so on board you kind of like you're rooting for this guy to get on this worm it's so funny <laughs> like you're just like at the end you're clapping with everyone else you're with the, the 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 whole crew that's watching but it's just the way it was captured frazier like I know I don't like awards, but give this guy every award for for camera. He is the the our new Roger Deakins. He is the next Roger Deakins. He, his his imagery is just so beautiful. I think that's the the one thing that stands up about this film compared to the seat of the first one is the visuals, not visual effects, but just the visuals on camera are 100,000 times better than Dune 1. It's, which is crazy to think because Dune 1 also looked phenomenal and had phenomenal sound design as well. And I think that in this film, the subtlety of the sound design is 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 right there. Like There's moments where you're like in the background, you can almost hear the the clicking and, and the effects that are kind of happening. Uh, but it goes deeper That's and deeper. Thumb. But yeah, oh, the, the binoculars. The, 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 yeah, like, like everything sound. is organic a bit. That's why I kept thinking of Cronenberg for the last, when we said we were mentioning the first director. But yeah, like everything has like this organic feel of, why would a binocular sound like an eye that's infected switching <laughs> over to the next guy. That's what it sounds like. It's and like an a juicy eye. eye changing. A juicy infected eye. Well, that's that's the I think that's gonna be on the poster now for sure. Absolutely. Can't wait to see it. Uh, but let's go ahead and kick it over to our final recommendations for Dune Part Two. I, I can go ahead and start us off. And I'm gonna say this movie's a real gem. It is fantastic. It is the one of the best sequels of all time. Dune Part Two will be remembered and it'll be talked about for a very very long time there's so much beauty in this film there's so much amazing performances in this movie and there's a lot that's going to have to be dissected about this movie and i can't wait to do more repeat watches of it especially in theaters this is the same feeling i got when i watched oppenheimer and here i am now with dune part two and i hope next year brings a movie as similar as this because movies like dune part two need to be in theaters they need to be watched by as many people as possible anthony please go right ahead and let us know what you I have your final recommendations for Dune Part 2. Dune 2 is the worst film I've ever seen. No, it no. is a real gem. It astonishes and transcends sci-fi cinema. Denis Villeneuve accomplishes the impossible. And, you know, when we talk, like I said, when we talk about visionary directors, this guy is it. He, whatever is given to him, whatever script, whatever story, he's going to do a hundred and 10% more to give you the right version of this story. And I think that says a lot about, you know, fat, I call it fast, you know, fast action. No, what's the, what's what I'm trying to say? Fast action directors who 
shit out films and don't really have a care, even though they say they have a care. This is when you get a movie like this, this is when you know you you care about the movie you're making because the story, the the writing, the the cinematography, the visual effects, the sound design, the performances, he is in charge of all that and he's bringing it out of these creatives to get to get you as an audience member to enjoy it. I think I just I can't wait to meet him if we ever do meet him because I'm going to give him a big hug. <laughs> That's so sweet. I hope he reciprocates the hug as well. He stabs me. Ah. Oh, he hearkens me. Uh, Daniel, please let us know what are your thoughts. <laughs> what is your final recommendation for Dune Part Two? I'm sure it's going to be something like a skip it, probably. Right? I'm, that's Listen, I'm going to banish this to Arrakis, dude. I want to banish to the south of Arrakis. No, I mean Dune Part Two is is nothing short of monumental. It's it's one of the greatest sequels ever made. I know. We're speaking in hyperbole here. It is, it's incredible. And you look at the talent behind this film, Timothy Chalamet's performance in this is the best performance of the year so far. Again, I know we're early, but he's incredible in this. And you pair that with this massive story, the intricate detail of what Denise able to pull off in this. It's masterful. And then again, the sound, the score, all of the performances, it's a real gem. It's absolutely a must-watch. Go see it on the biggest screen you can. This is why we go to the movies. This is why we love movies. Dune Part 2. That's three gems, or as they say in Iraq, is three spices. Uh I don't really say that, actually. I'm not too sure. I don't think, I don't so. think so. I don't. No. Uh, they probably just yell. Uh, but hey, man, we're, we're, we're here. We've finally seen it. Dune Part 2 is absolutely fantastic. And if you have watched Dune Part 2, or if you disagree with us and you're like, oh, I thought this movie was boring, go ahead. Leave us a comment. We, we'd love to discuss it with you. Join our Discord. Let us know what you thought about Dune Part 2 or what you think about Dune Part 1 if you haven't seen Dune Part 2 yet. Or if you're very, very excited about Dune Part 2, please do let us know because we are obviously very excited and we love this movie too. So go ahead. All of our show notes down below have all that information as well. I do believe that we should do a Dune part one and two, just spoil our conversation where we really dive deeper. We will it. for sure. Of course, so you can follow us everywhere at the movie podcast on social media. And that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. <laughs>